Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hardaway, left corner, Holiday. That is blocked by Jackson Hayes, taken out of the air by Najee, and this baby is over. New Orleans wins it 113 over division rival Dallas. They score 106. Yeah, that was the final last night. What a bad, what a crazy night in the NBA. Kevin Durant gets hurt. John Morant gone for four more games. Two of those against the Mavericks, fortunately for us. Brandon Ingram gets hurt against the Mavs, and Luka leaves in the third quarter with the thigh issue MRI today. Final hour, fist pump time on the fan camp, Twitch, and YouTube. It's Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Bell with you on DFW Sports Station. Luka's saying it's not good afterwards, but I'm worried about Kyrie. What's Kyrie Irving thinking right now? And where... Would the Mavs have to fall? Or what's the outcome for the Mavs season that has Kyrie Irving say to himself, this isn't this isn't the right fit for me. This isn't going to result in a championship. Or do you think it will strictly be about what top five or six team in the NBA gives him the money he wants? Or has he already made up his mind? I mean, obviously all these are impossible yeah. questions, but... My, my 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 scary scenario is Luca's out for a week or two. We plummet to the play-in, or maybe even outside of the play-in. What if the Mavs miss the playoffs? Let's just let's just let's go worst case scenario. What if they miss the playoffs? Kyrie Irving out of here. Um, there's way too much chatter to me from. Uh, insiders out there and discussion around the league when you see some of these reports about executives that everybody unanimously seems to be saying they all think he's staying in Dallas. And Woj, so Woj, Chris Mannix with us the other day. Yeah, Woj, Mannix. There was that uh, article in Bleacher Report that referenced like three different NBA executives who all said they think Kyrie stays in Dallas. So to me, that level of confidence makes me feel like they all have a pretty good sense that regardless of what's happening here, he's in Dallas and that Dallas is the the fit for him right now. At that same time, I vividly remember uh, working a Mavs broadcast well. for the up there at the <laughs> arena for the first time Rajon Rondo arrived in Dallas and he was due to be a free agent. And I remember talking to people up there and going like, I kind of want to go buy a Rondo jersey, but I want to make sure he's here first. And I was told by everybody, they're, they're not trading for him like that. They're not giving that up without 
committing to Rondo and having him be here for a while. So you're safe. You can go buy the jersey. So I bought the jersey. And then, of course, he was gone in like four months. You bought the Rondo jersey. Yep. yep. I thought that was going to work, too. I thought it was going to be beautiful. Beautiful game. It was. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful disaster. That's so what do was. you think? Like, let's say Mannix is like, I'm not offering him the four, right? So, I mean, do the, let's say the Lakers offer three, but the Mavs offer four, and he wants to be in L.A., Ooh. and he has LeBron, but we're offering the longer deal. I'm just worried that he's like, I can't win a title here, and not making the playoffs or being in the play-in with Luka out isn't making the best impression. Not that it's Luka's fault. Uh, yeah, I mean... Look, when you have injuries, even even the most un, even the least understanding person in the world can understand the reasoning behind that. I um, but you know, this feels like a this feels like a college recruitment. Oh, for sure. So like, you need everything. You know, the Longhorns with Arch, like uh-huh. they needed. I'm guessing everything to go perfect, everything to go right. You know, first impression, and you got to go over the top and hit every nail on the head in order for Kyrie Irving to say, you know what. I never thought about Dallas-Fort Worth. I never thought about the Dallas Mavericks, but this is awesome here. This is fantastic. And if anything goes awry, or there's any little, you know, there's no margin for error in terms of making that impression on them. That's what I'm worried about. I mean, look, it's certainly possible, and and, and there's going to be people tugging at him from everywhere. Uh, LeBron, KD, uh, who who else knows, right? Who else wants a, you know, wants a piece? Of Isn't it amazing how we're sitting here talking about Kyrie Irving being an attractive option to anyone else. That is the craziness and the bipolar nature of the sports world. In Brooklyn, it was cancer. We wouldn't take him for free. Yep. We wouldn't give up anything for him. Stay away. And now we're worried about him leaving. That is the insanity of the sports world. I mean, you know, we're, we're enamored with talent, people, talent, names, uh, is Kyrie, and oftentimes we ignore fit. People ignore fit all the time. Yeah. In the interest of talent, uh, whether or not that's right or wrong, that's just the way it is. General managers and 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 such, uh, almost cursed there. Uh, they feel they fear they fear being irrelevant. The owners fear being irrelevant. They want to be relevant. What are the Mavericks today? The Mavericks are relevant. Yep. They're a relevant team because of not because of Luca. Well, because of both. Because Ky- because Kyrie though is they're 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 relevant because of Luca, but they're they're nationally a different story today than they were three weeks ago. Yeah. Because they got Kyrie Irving, yes. who is a talent, but also a bit of I mean, it, lunatic, enigma, uh, quirky, whatever you want to call him. Yep. That's why. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that to me, when you look at the, the thing that I'm a little concerned with, or not concerned with, you want them to win basketball games while Luke is out coming up here. I'd almost be a little bit more uneasy, though, about the idea when you say, you know, what if you go forward and you lose these games and you risk losing Kyrie? I'd almost be a little bit more worried that if they go on some run, let's say over the next month, let's say Luke is out for a month, they play however many games that is, 13, 14. If they come out of this and they're 12 and 2 or something, mm. and you look at it and go, well, okay, you were 2 and 0. Oh, to lead off the Kyrie Irving. You beat a Kings team on the road that's one of the better teams in basketball. Now you've gone 12-2 and two during this stretch, and then in between it, you've got what? Uh, I saw you taking the picture from Sports Center earlier 
what was it, three and six, and uh, all of their numbers look worse than before the trade when you, those two play together. And so mm-hmm. I would be a little bit more concerned about the narratives that might come out and, and how that might impact the thinking of maybe Kyrie ends up thinking, you know what, this works better when Luke is not here. These are the uh, Mavs clutch time numbers. Before Kyrie's debut, Mavs 20 and 14, win percentage 588, point differential plus 27. All right. Mm. Opponents were shooting 37%. That's the Mavs clutch time numbers. Since Kyrie's debut, three and six, win percentage is 333 compared to 588. The point differential is minus seven compared to plus 27. And opponents are shooting 10% better. 47% versus 37%. So those are the clutch time numbers. Luca gets hurt and picks up tech number 15 because a referee was finally tired of him staring them down. So he got teed up last night. But that's nothing. That's nothing nothing. compared to Raptor Fred Van Vliet in his post. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know... Um, Ben Taylor was f***ing terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on most nights, you know, a couple of the, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just f*** the game up, you know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The third quarter, I get a bullshit tech, changes the whole dynamic of the game, changes the whole flow of the game. You know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. And then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um, just kind of <laughs> the game up. Nobody's coming to see that. Shit. They come to see the players. I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. What type of fine is that going to be? Oh, man, that is. Uh, What's the max fine for? I, I would say the ma- if, if the max fine is a one gamer, that's it. But I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that high. I, I, I can't imagine it's that high. 50 grand. What did uh? what was how bad did Cuban get fined back in the day when he really went off on the official? That was six figures. Owners probably different, right? You yeah. probably have a responsibility not to do that, right? Yeah, so he got fined 500000 in the past. Uh, Van Gundy, wasn't he? You remember during the playoff series, Jeff Van Gundy, Rockets and Mavs years ago, he got six figures. Um, but, yeah, I would guess, I don't know, yeah, 50 probably for Van, probably 50. 877-881-1053, truckwreck.com, text line. Man, one of our favorite players growing up, the Rain Man, Sean Kemp. This story developing late last night. Sean Kemp involved in a possible drive-by shooting. Raining bullets. In Washington. No one hurt, thankfully, but he's been booked on a felony drive-by shooting charge Shooting charge for one of the greatest dunkers of all time. Great dunker. Uh, just that, that Sonics team was... So fun. So fun. So fun to watch. Uh, it's, it's, it's a sad kind of ending. Police said uh, two vehicles near the Tacoma Mall uh, exchange had an exchange that led to shots being fired. One of the cars fled. A gun was recovered. And four hours later, Sean Kemp booked felony drive-by shooting charge. Man, is he lucky nobody got hit and nobody died. So that was the Sean Kemp news 
last night. There's just certain guys. I hate to say this because it's a shooting. There's just certain guys that like give you that childhood reminisce mm-hmm. feel. They're not on any Mount Rushmores. They're not, you know, they're not the A alpha stars in the room, but sure. just those awesome, cool players that you remember growing up. And like Gary Payton, higher profile. Sean Kemp's not a Hall of Famer. But Sean Kemp was just a badass, you know? Oh, I loved Sean Kemp way more than Gary Payton. It's like Don Mattingly in baseball for my age demographic growing up. It was like... He was my favorite player. Don Mattingly was just cool. You know what I mean? The mustache. The mustache. I'm just trying to think who it was in different sports, but Sean Kemp was awesome, man. His dunks were filthy. Yeah, He was kind of like... And I I thought of Antonio McDice as kind of like the JV Sean Kemp. Antonio McDice had nasty throwdowns, Mm -hmm. too. Was he your bathroom... Site? Uh, uh, no, he's my locker room site. The bathroom room. site was, uh, uh, God. Uh, Team? I can maybe. No, help. he was a coach. It was a coach. Oh, uh, Alvin? It was Alvin a- Gentry. Alvin Gentry. You ever heard this, Roberto? Mm-mm. Now- I walk into the restroom at the uh, Vidara in, uh, in Vegas. Mm. Um, and I go in the bathroom, and Alvin Gentry, I see him in the, at the urinal, and, and he, <laughs> he backs away from the urinal. His pants are still unbuttoned. I don't oh. think he knew anybody was in there. No. I got a great look at his kneecap, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm probably breaking code here. You're not supposed to talk about that. but right. Good, good you know, for him. Hat tip, Alvin Gentry. Alvin, uh, speaking of Alvin Gentry, uh, he was always somebody. I remember he had one of the coolest stories of any NBA head coach that I heard. When he got fired uh, by the Pelicans, The I know New Orleans reporter said that when he got fired, he wanted to say goodbye to the beat reporters who covered him. And so the day after he got fired, he took all of them out to dinner in New Orleans just to say thanks for covering the team the last five years while nice. he was there. Oh, that's good. What's that's this uh, Kendrick Perkins setup? So we all have been playing. You know, we played the Reddick audio yesterday of him really going after Kendrick Perkins and Kendrick Perkins going, I did not. I did not. I did not. Over and over again. Uh, but one of the things Kendrick Perkins did claim is that 80% of the MVP voters or maybe over 80% of the MVP voters for the NBA are white. And that is apparently not true. And so (laughs) yesterday, First Take had to issue a bit of a correction. I want to correct something here from yesterday's show. When Kendrick Perkins said 80% of NBA voters for the MVP award are white, the NBA publicly announces the voters each year And after review, it is clear the panel is much more diverse than what was portrayed by Kendrick Perkins. And we wanted to make sure that we corrected that today. You know what that also is? That's the NBA saying, correct this. You need to to straighten this out. Here are the documents. The the leagues will do that. If you say something like that, that implies something about the league's process of giving awards or anything else, they will... They'll reach out and let you know on on those broadcast companies like, uh, you need to fix this. Here's the actual data. You need to issue a, cor- a correction right now. Now, did you know she didn't give a number? No. It's not. 80, it's 78%. It's not 80%. 78. But it said much more diverse. Much more. Much more. Well, we should be able to find that, right? Uh, I Maybe. You know, like, so does, in the NBA, does the NBA pick the voters? Like, the NFL doesn't, right? It's AP. Is it not? Um, like college I, football, they don't pick no, the voters. No, 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 no. For... It, it is a group of voters for MVP. It's not just like the AP award. Right, right, right. I know, but the NFL does the NFL select 
who those voters are. I, w- I would guess it's some uh, NBA like writers association probably yeah. selects them. All right. but, it, but it's within NBA influence. We got Aaron Rodgers even closer to becoming a New York Jet this morning. RJ is going to tell you why, why there's no excuse. None. No excuse for the Dallas Cowboys not to be playing in the Super Bowl. Next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Chop, sorry, but... We have to put the Cowboys winning the NFC on the shelf again for just a second. Oh, things no. things keep coming up. Uh, and that thing that just came up is from Tolo Diego, who sent us Go Kyrie to. Irving releasing a video on the internet. I was like, is this old? This is from NBA New York. But then I listened to it in the commercial break. He's mentioning Dallas. I can't tell what type of smoke this is in front of Kyrie. This was apparently on his Twitch last night, by the Sage. way. Sage. Incense. There's some people, I think, that can actually look at smoke and determine what type. Is it weed smoke? Is it candle smoke? Vape. Sage. Vape. Sage. Candle. I don't um, know. This is a very free-flowing smoke. Incense. Here's Kyrie with a video he made recently. For three hours, and you think you know who I am. You see a few posts. Oh, Kai's woke. Kai got it. Oh, oh, Kai is, oh my goodness, he just, he just doesn't fit into the mold of all of the other people. And man, he's different. He's crazy. He's arrogant. He's this. He's that. He's this. All from seeing me from three hours. You get all that. Kai, well, what's Kai going to do this summer? Does Kai like Dallas? What happened in Brooklyn? What happened in Boston? What happened in Cleveland? Why did you leave LeBron? Why did you leave Jason? Why did you leave Katie? Why did you leave all these people? For three hours. Get to ask all these legitimate questions. As if 21 hours every day wasn't happening after that. Me. You would think that I'm the cancer in the locker room as if basketball is an individual sport that one person is supposed to take blame for. It's 15 guys on the team, and I'm, and I'm the one cancer in the room. That's what it's portrayed as. That's what, that's what you guys get. That's, that's what they have fun doing. That's what, why, why these older, bitter gentlemen and women keep my name in their mouths every day. 
Where is this coming from? Now, to that's be, definitely weed. To be well, yeah, that mind worked in a different way right there. Well, I mean, we read that article that that long. I can't remember it was New York Magazine or whoever had said that there was scouts or executives who said he's your stoner friend from college that would always talk about weird stuff. Like that's just the way his mind works. Now, to be fair, we don't have it here. I know he takes a lot of Q and A and stuff like that, so it's very possible he was just responding to a question somebody threw at him in the Twitch. Right. And just said something like, how do you feel about being portrayed as the bad guy? Do you know when this was from? I believe it was last night. That's what it seems to be from the way everybody's indicating. But it's definitely from his Twitch. Okay. Okay, so maybe maybe it was a question. Because for him just to launch into a tangent, when I haven't seen anything nationally, I haven't seen anything recently talking about him being you know, woke or crazy or arrogant or a cancer in the locker room. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and and think that this was coming from a Twitch question. And I don't I don't have a problem necessarily with what he said. Like, in fact, I don't. Well, I do. You, I you mean, have a problem with him saying we're not judging Kyrie Irving off of three hours of game time. Mm-hmm. Like, let's 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 keep it real. Sure. Kyrie Irving has said the most unusual, crazy, disruptive things in the National Basketball Association, I'm trying to think of another player. I'm trying to think of someone else who could be in the conversation. Like, Kevin Durant usually speaks about hoops, about mm-hmm. basketball, when he ticks people off. Kyrie is on another universe in terms of the things he has said and done as of late. So let's stop acting like, oh, he's putting on a Mavs jersey, like the rest of these Mavs homers yep. in the Metroplex who love to, you know, uh, completely forget about everything before he put the jersey on when no one wanted him here and called him a wacko, Kyrie Irving has done plenty to deserve those conversations. It's not just about him as a basketball player on the court. It's everything off of the floor yes. that he has caused. He caused it. Yes, and I, I get all that. And I am I was the one out of the three of us here who I think said, like, I wasn't thrilled. I didn't want Kyrie here. Not because of any basketball reasons. I just, I, I wouldn't want him around. Uh, he's been... Really good so far, and he's behaved so far. We'll see how, how it goes moving forward. But I don't have a problem with what he's listing out here, which is in general, even these things that you know about me off the court and these things that you have questions about, you don't have the full context of what is going on in my life to know that. You see me play basketball, and then you see the headlines related to controversies, and you don't know what led up to the controversy or what my thought process was or anything else. And the other point being... Whether it's true or not, it's at least a fair point to throw up for skepticism is to say there's 15 guys on the team and I'm just going to be the one cancer in the room every single time. Like there's a lot of different personalities that you got to get to mesh. Well, he was the place where he's probably the biggest disaster was in Boston. So you would have us point the finger at Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum Mm -hmm. or something else over there with the Celtics. Um, Brad Stevens, maybe (laughs) Brad Stevens, maybe. Um, what's your take, Ralph? I can't get into his mind. That is that is the most difficult thing. Yeah, is trying to get into his mind. Like, does he have a point? Yeah, he has absolutely has a point. There's no way. There's no if you if you really tear it down, peel back all the layers. There is really no way for any of us in the media to know any of these players. Sure, we don't know them. People who are in the locker room every day, they don't know Dak Prescott. They don't know Dak. They don't hang with Dak. Most they, of them do not know him, but yes. Yeah, like, in, unless you hang out with him once a week outside of the uh, facility, 
in his in his you know, not in his work person. You know you know the work personality, but you don't know the other personality. It's really hard to to make a snap judgment on any of these any of these guys. It's probably not fair to them either. We do it. It's our job to do it uh, in a sense, but you know it, it isn't fair to those guys. So Rye tweeted, "This has to be from last night. He got into it with some Pelicans fans." Because they were bringing up the screenshot courtside to him. I, I retweeted a video when he was telling these fans, you're going to tell me how to play basketball? And someone was yelling something at him. I couldn't decide if the audio was good enough to use of what the fans were actually saying. I thought it was just typical trash talk back and forth. And Kyrie's like, you're going to tell me how to play basketball? Uh, so I saw that from some of the mm-hmm. Pelicans fans. Maybe he's reacting to that. Here's another clip uh, about Kyrie talking about sports gambling. You know, gambling and sports betting has completely taken the purity away from and the fun away from the game at times. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. So, like, work is work, but the support around it um, can be very distracting. You know what I mean? There's a difference between being a diehard fan and supporting your team and loving your team versus somebody that's betting on a parlay or somebody that wants to hit. And don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody wasting their money on me. <laughs> but God damn, this whole community of gamblers that's come into the game of basketball, y'all tell me what y'all think. Want to gamble? Why don't you gamble on something that makes sense to you? And if you gamble on me, I'm not going to tell you whether it's a good gamble or a bad gamble. I'm just saying, you gambling, you're going to win or lose. But that doesn't mean sliding into people's DMs or wishing bad on them or doing the extra shit that goes on man that it blows my mind sometimes you feel me i feel you hmm. Kyrie. i feel yeah, you. RJ, yeah rj you you in the gambling community i would never ask a player about gambling ever never do that oh yeah these comments to these players when they cost someone yeah. a parlay or fantasy like so what, stupid what are you what are you doing? So dumb. I, when I when I was sitting fortunate enough to sit courtside that night, well, I was just thinking to myself, Bobby dared me to like have fun with Carlisle, and I was like, no freaking way possible. I was like, what am I doing if I'm screaming at one of these players? Like, I'm a 41 year old, and I'm gonna sit here and talk trash. Like even with Russell Westbrook. Now, if this game six, game seven, and it's chaos and People are trash talking. There was a dirty play. Maybe like, you suck, or, you know, maybe a funny taunt, but sitting there screaming and yelling. Like, like the guys next to me were already getting on the officials in the first minute of the game. The referee turned around in the first minute, Mass Pacers, and goes, already, guys? You already starting? Mm. And it's just like, what do you, you, that's a lot of energy to go ahead and burn up. But getting in Kyrie's DMs or any other players' DMs, uh, when it comes to winning or losing a game or complaining, uh, so there he is talking about the purity or lack thereof. Yeah, you you are. I, if if you're in your 20s and you want to ride a player at the court uh, courtside, fine. Man, if you're a 45 year old man <laughs> with your kid sitting there, like, come on, what are we do? Um. Also, let's see. I have a Tolo sending me this. I'm not gonna retweet it. Uh, thank you, Sonny. I just got to make sure, but there appears to be some people think they have the video footage of Sean Kemp with the drive-by. Oh. Broad daylight, but I can't tell that that's Sean Kemp. The internet's p- starting to uh, pick up steam with it, so there we go. Any Anything else from Kyrie, Pepe? 
I think that's it. Uh, well, there might have been one. Yeah, there was one other shorter clip that Bobby sent me. Uh, we'll play it. How am I free if I know my people aren't free in Africa? How am I free if I'm not, I know my indigenous people are not free in Australia? How am I free if I know kids are still working on the cobalt mines in the Congo making Teslas? That's a very Kyrie quote right there. That's the most Kyrie quote of the three that we played. Well, I, I, I was thinking that I tweeted Kyrie this. Man, he needs to do a preferably with us. That's right. I think he's the type of dude that could really benefit from a sit-down interview. Now, I know what Kyrie and LeBron and everyone would say back. I don't need to sit down and interview. I'm my own media entity. I got the shop. I got the shop. I'm my own conglomerate. I'm my own company. That All that is true. But sometimes I think when you have someone asking you questions from the, um, you know, like the people's perspective, an average fan perspective, it can really help you out versus Kanye just bloviating and just going wherever he want with direction because as soon as you make that second or third turn the majority of us go you're cuckoo Mm -hmm. you're crazy i would love to just sit down and i guarantee you he'd be i know we we know he'd be fascinating i think he'd be so likable if kyrie irving walked in here for a straight hour and we just asked him things like where are you the most misunderstood like do you regret Anything You know, Kyrie comes across to me as very, very well-educated, more educated than me on many different issues. And if we can, like, bridge the the gap on... There's a loss in translation from where he takes things that's not controlled whatsoever. And I just think... I always said Kaepernick. Kaepernick should have done a freaking sit-down 30-minute interview with somebody to explain things and convey... For those that thought that he was just doing the NFL return as a money grab, uh, were you willing to actually be a backup? Were you willing to take a minimal salary? None of these things were ever conveyed. And to hear someone sit down and say it to another person, I think does a lot for that interview subject. See, That's I, just the, I think it's a, I, I think Kyrie can gain nothing from that. He's already making $45 million a year. He's going to get $45 million a year in the next contract without sitting down. Oh no, he I'm did, not talking. He's not going to benefit monetarily, right? But that's to, to a lot of these guys, and, and if, like to me, like that's like Colin Kaepernick. You you were not changing anybody's mind. If you were against Colin kneeling for the anthem, you were against it because you thought it was unpatriotic. Nothing he could have said, I don't believe, would have changed a single person's mind. You either were with him or you were against him. I don't know that he could have said it. Maybe, maybe he could have. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, he could alter my thinking. I'm not. I'm not one way or the other. I'm, I wasn't. You know, I'm, I, I was like fifty-fifty. I wanted to. I, I wasn't. I, I thought he was blackballed by the NFL, oh, but I was questioning some of his intentions in returning. I would like to hear from. I always like to hear from the person. Sure. And I think we're. I think at the end of the day, in this country, yes, when it comes to those political things, we're locked in. But man, we 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 have sympathy. We have sympathy. We love a great story. We love when people are genuine. We love when people are just real. I just think Kyrie sometimes, and you may be right, he doesn't give a rip. He doesn't give a rat's ass. If I was his agent, I would just be like, let's do a sit-down interview with someone to try to put it through a translator or the conveyor belt to clear things up and make it a little bit more relatable to those who think that, your cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So thanks to Diego. 
Bobby and Peyton hopping on the audio. Let's crosstalk with the KMC Masterpiece. RJ will tell you why the Cowboys... No, we'll do that tomorrow. Crosstalk with KMC is next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It is now time to cross talk with the KMC. You can see, even if he's not here, you see mm-hmm. on spring yeah. break. Yeah. He'll be back next week. All right, in the merch store, where did he go? Uh, I think he's just like hanging out with the family and stuff. Oh, is his so his kids are on spring break this week? I'm, yes, Plano ISD is on spring break this week. We have oh, next week so we. or whatever school district his kids. You guys going on any trips? I am. But of a, a short trip. Uh, my kids are very excited. I am taking them f- next Friday morning. We're leaving to go to College Station for uh, LSU number one in the country. Ooh. By the way, LSU might have the number one and number two pick in the draft. Their center fielder wow. most likely will go one. Their starting Friday night pitcher might go number two. Right now, he's mocked number four to the Texas Rangers. But So I'm going to go to A&M LSU for the weekend with my boys. Nice. And then also they're like, dude, I'm like, yeah, we'll leave early because they want to get to like a – Buffalo Wild Wings or whoever we sponsor here. And <laughs> Eagles Nest. Yeah. And watch the tournament like at College Station. So when we get down to College Station, they're like, hey, can we like get down there and make sure we go eat at a place that has the tournament on and stuff like that? So it should be a fun weekend. You guys have done a Lanes, tremendous yeah. job of influencing your children to follow every, all your likes, especially Choppy. Have I? I don't know about you. My older son's (laughs) dream school is the University of Texas, so I do not believe I have excelled. Okay, uh, like the top three things you love that he loves has copied. Yeah, he loves cards. He loves sports. Loves plain generic food? No. Oh, my gosh. You guys would be shocked. He is... He would fit in with all of y'all so much better because he's like, oh, yeah, you do need to go ahead and add this and that Bob, and whatever. Bob is not in that category. Okay. Well, f- most of y'all in this little round yeah. table here did, would enjoy uh, him. Did, he's a foodie. Didn't you pick on that list of like 58 things? There was 31 you wouldn't try oh, or yeah. eat. Yeah. And I was like, there was, I know liver was one for me because I did try it earlier in life. And I was like, I'm, I'm not a liver fan. Chewy. I won't eat it. But, like, everything else, I'm like, I've either tried it or it's it's fine. I, like, I might not love some of those yeah. things. My this would be, like, four or five. But what about, like, entertainment? Like, mm-hmm. your taste yeah. of movies or music? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. He also loves Legos just like me and Star Wars. And, See? Yeah. That's co- I think it's very common. Is it? Especially it, it, boy to father. Boy to father. They, they generally will root for the same sports teams you do. 
Uh, they like the same kind of interest that you like. If you like baseball, they like baseball. If you like golf, they like golf. Good. That's, I think it's generally well, Yeah, my common. daughter's a little bit different, obviously different gender, and so she's 18. I mean, we sure about that? love each other. Uh, but I hear you. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you laugh, Mike. But uh, <laughs> that could have been a non-laugh. <laughs> but there's it's it's always different, right? I mean, yeah. The, the, she, does she, she could, mimic her mother? And Bobby, do your girls mimic your wife? Um, I would say a little bit, but not as much as son to father. She mimics more of her aunt. Her aunt Allie is a loves art. It was an art teacher, still does art. I think she teaches art privately now. Hippie, like she, lo- yeah. I sometimes I call her a, a hippie. Yeah, but Had uh, to be. I, I'll, like, I'll tell you though, like I'll, you know, you mentioned you're going to the A and M game. My kids, like my older one at least, they were they were not in on Tennessee at all. Yeah, he got him Tennessee. But, Avi- aviation, Jeter. Well, A&M was, t- was my worst recruiting trip. Yeah. Like, but. with Tennessee, like, you know, they, they were they were eventually going to like it. It's like, they. I always talk about it. So, like, you're going to – but their baseball program, like, my son is all in on that baseball program. They're fun. They're all over social media. Like, that's what really got him into it. It wasn't me. It was like, I liked them, but then, like, he discovered their baseball program. He's like, holy cow, I'm in on this. All right, so no one's going to Mexico for spring break. That's good because a do not travel warning has been issued for spring break. Is wow. it because of that cruise ship? I would think uh, it'd be the Matamoros kidnapping. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Sense. This is where I do watch both news channels. Not a lot, but I do watch CNN, which is the Democrat news channel, and Fox News, it's which is the, the road, Mike. Republican My news ass. channel. And <laughs> if you think CNN is Democrat, what do you think MSNBC is? I don't Russia. watch that. Huh? So I, I just for Russia. some I, for I have Directv. I either go to two hundred two or three hundred and sixty, and it's amazing how they can cover the same story in totally yeah. opposite ways. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but or like, think the top story is something yeah. completely different. So last night, real quick, Mike. I hear I you. I was just on going that. around the local news channels at six o'clock. They mimic each other exactly sure. with the timing. Michael Irvin was at the top of every single one, and then like a, a, a murder or this or that. But like the national news channels. The hierarchy and the importance of the stories, right. totally different. And so CNN was covering something different. I think it was on somebody getting, it was on Fox News getting sued. And I was like, I don't care about this at yeah. all. Like, fine, sue them, don't sue them. I don't care. <laughs> I turn over to Fox News and they're like, dude, Mexico, don't go there this spring or don't possibly yeah. go there this summer. And I'm like, is this a Republican thing or is this a real thing? So, And you and I are both going. Yeah, so I'm what? Going, uh, yeah, I'm going in uh, end of April, early May. Um and and you're going too. It's I mean, like, you were going. No, no, we're going. We, we're going. We, oh, so it's not refundable. I'm it, sure. It's, a, it's not refundable. B. So like the people you talk to, like if if they if they're on the right, stay away from Mexico. That's just the way it is. Like the people I talk to that are like Fox News viewers. It's my mom, my you know, friends. Don't go to Mexico. You guys are crazy for going to Mexico. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going. It, it the place that I'm in that we're going to does not have a travel warning necessarily. Necessarily, it's, well, it's not in the red or the yellow. It's it's like it's okay. Okay. If that changed, would you still be like, well, what can you do, and just go anyway? Yeah, probably. I mean, if it was in the red, <laughs> Chuck made uh, happy hour plans in the middle of I, the hurricane the other I, day, the tornado. He's I'm like, not we're not missing happy sure. hour. Hey, if he's not missing a three dollar queso in the middle of a tornado warning, he ain't missing all inclusive. If you're going to a five star resort, 
Yeah. I think you're going to yeah. be fine. I, it's my, I, look, don't listen to me because I don't want anybody to be like, well, then I'm booking now. But right. I think, look, if you go to Windmill Suites in Mexico, you might be in a little bit of <laughs> yeah, a, I mean, that's, oh, that's fair. As the truck wrecks, trucker.com text line says Mexico's safer than Chicago. I mean, that might be true. I don't know. I yeah. went to Chicago in September with a daughter, a sister-in-law, and wife, and we had a great time. They let you know. They say, look. You know where the Chicago White Sox play in the yeah. South Side? Don't Do go not go there. there. Yeah. You're going to be in big trouble if you go there at night. There's going to be major issues. As long as you stay in downtown Chicago, you go to the north side of Chicago, like around Wrigley Field and stuff, you're going to have a great time. And we ran into no issues in Chicago. But they also tell us, like, the taxi drivers or Ubers or the, the people at the hotel are like, we would stay away from this area. If you right. stay away from this area, you'll be fine. Kevin, what's coming up on the show? Hold on. Are you going to Mexico, too? Yeah. I care about your safety as well. What's the story? Well, you Sam. asked me second. <laughs> but you, I'm taking, I'm, I'm actually probably, no one else, I don't know if anyone else has done this. I'm taking my in-laws on vacation. Oh, we go with Is our in-laws right? on vacation almost every year. You do? Yeah. Well, your eyes just—that was a <laughs> super pumped. That wasn't a too. great endorsement. Look, that's our Galveston trip usually. Now, okay. we don't go to Mexico, but you know, no, just I, like I, I said, you know what? Splurge for the brown water of Galveston. Yeah, yeah. my kids like, like Galveston the better because they, they like the waves. And I'm like, because we took them to freaking um, the Bahamas. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you know, the waves aren't really there. And I'm like, this is beautiful, clear water, this and that. And they they preferred Galveston over the Bahamas. Wow. No, my in-laws are fun. They deserve a vacation, so I'm like, I'm gonna treat y'all to vacation. When are y'all going? Uh, June, June. I can't remember what I put in Tim's mailbox. I think it's June. I want you to be safe, man. Thanks, man. Is this because we talked uh, off air the other day? Now um, you, now you care about my safety. I always care Ooh, about your safety. One conversation. My question Golly. is: <laughs> Will the Mavs be on I can't spring break Mushy. in mid-April? Oh, or? what a tease! Wow. Yeah, that's going to be our first segment. All the disaster that was last night to kick it off at eleven o'clock. My buddy's an idiot, and at twelve twenty, love y'all's feedback. If you have any thoughts here, okay. What would be the dream title matchup for every sport for TV executives? So TV, because everyone's like, oh, the NFL's rigged against the Cowboys. The Cowboys will be in the Super Bowl every damn year if the TV executives put it together. Okay, so give me the AFC team, Bobby. Cowboys versus? Uh, Pittsburgh, probably. You can see that. Okay, are we talking about, like, market or, like, player? No, so I like because I don't care about saying your, Kenny Pickett. And this see, that's opinion. A, that's up to you. But I think I think the brand might draw more than a yeah, specific just, player in the NFL. In the NBA, I could see that being a different deal. I'll go Raiders Cowboys. Okay, that's another big one. I would just wonder if the Las Vegas move still has people angry. Okay, um, baseball Yankees Dodgers. Yankees Dodgers. Yep. Uh, I would say Cowboys Steelers myself. Uh, okay. In the NFL. I could see the Raiders, though. I could see. Raider- but the Pittsburgh market it, it's, is small. It, that's okay. I mean, the NFL has shown that it's market proof. They're, they're, they're the AFC Cowboys, though, in that, like, there's yeah. terrible towels in every state. Biggest, it's not just Pittsburgh. Base. All right. Uh, Lakers. Lakers, Knicks. That's interesting because um, I wondered about the Bucks too, because of Giannis, but I know that is a crushingly small market compared to the other ones. Uh, so the Bucks. I'm yeah. just going by team. I don't care. Like I'm just talking about in any given year. I don't want to give away mine because we have a whole segment on this. Why do we you pick the, the Knicks over the Celtics if the if the 
Yeah, the Lakers are in it. Way yeah. more fans. Okay. And the New York starvation, right? They haven't had any success compared to Boston. They're the Cowboys of the NBA. Boston's got. Oh, yeah. Couple, you know, like everybody, like, there's not a single Nets fan in New York City. Like, there's 30 million Knicks fans. What would you put for college football? Ohio State. I learned this from a TV executive discussion. Like, Whoa. all the networks well. are, like, oh, the Ohio college football market is insane. I would say Ohio State, Texas. That's what I was thinking. Ohio State, Texas. If not Ohio State, Texas, then maybe Ohio State, SC. Do you think Notre Dame is still up Ooh, there for TV executives? Uh, yeah, I mean, Notre Dame, Ohio State. The other thing is like. Not after you, the Manti document. You've got to look at also. <laughs> is NBC them. still paying a, <laughs> yeah, a whole bunch of money? They are. Them? I mean, there's a. There, yeah, that's that, right. Like Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got the most fans of anybody. That they Jack more, Collinsworth. They have more fans than Ohio State. Like hated broadcaster. The, when, I mean, yeah, if you got one of the rivalries, people might care. Like if you somehow got Ohio State, Michigan in, or you got USC, Notre Dame in, like those would probably draw really I'll, I'll change it. I would do Notre Dame, Texas. Notre Dame's much bigger than Ohio State. They've got so maybe every Catholic in America is a Notre Dame fan. It's insane. How big was the Texas SC draw? Catholic, uh, you know, so I left Notre Dame. I sure, guess. Yeah. a lot of people did. I Texas SC draw was, I think it was a really good, really highly rated game. US any any combination of USC, Texas, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Florida. To end this, I actually do like Michigan more than Ohio State, but I love teasing Derek Hall in that eye. <laughs> Dotting the eye and everything. Yeah. We're back tomorrow morning. It's the KMC. Masterpiece, next on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.